This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield with Wealth Puzzle Radio. Always got Tony Shore here. Thank you, Tony, for being a part of the fun. But uh, hey, good show today. What did we talk about last time? We were talking about the what recession, right? What, what? recession? Exactly. <laughs> I was waiting for you. That was your that was your prompt to, you know. Recession? What recession? Exactly. It's great to be here, first of all, by the way, Michael. Well, thanks for having me on. I, I look forward to it just to get to hang with you. you well, know? that's why we're here. For the good times, yep. my friend. Oh, yes. No, no. This is, It's always good doing the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to kind of add that in again. This is Mike Mansfield. I'm with the Lind Group here in Ventura, California. We do retirement income planning. See, I got to always remember, Tony, sometimes we fail to do a good intro. And then if we are picking up new listeners, they're like, who are these two knuckleheads goofing around through the show? So <laughs> I thought I'd I thought I'd inject some kind of, you know, standard right. thought here. But hey, that's good. Yeah. Michael Mansfield, the Lynn Group, financial planner, you, financial you advisor, it. fiduciary. Like I say it fancier. I'm a certified financial planner and a registered investment advisor. And a fiduciary. Well, that's what those things are, man. The double entendre yeah, of what, fiduciary that, standard. Like. Yeah. But hey, we help people build retirement income plans. I write books. I do all kinds of fun things. But what is a retirement income plan? It is a tangible piece of paper, people, that helps you understand the guideline of where your retirement is coming from. Where are you going to pull your income from? Is it your social security? Is it your pension? Is it your 401k? What is the tax liability? How do these, how does this money get used to deal with inflation and dealing with little kiddos and your life expectancy and passing the money and all this kind of stuff. But there's such a lack of actual financial planning in society. See everybody in my business, Tony, we talk about this all the time. They just want to sell you stuff. Hey, I'm going to sell you the hottest, coolest, fanciest looking mutual fund in town. And then later we'll figure out how we're going to use it for your retirement plans. This is oppositeville here. We build the plan first. We build the big picture first. We understand all of your responsibilities, your issues, your concerns, your excitements. It's all on a piece of paper. And then we can instruct you on how to appropriately invest money in order to fall in line with your retirement plan of when and how you might need to access your own assets. So that's kind of what we do big picture. But hey, for all of our listeners, as we always put out there, if you want to give us a call, 805-500-7035. If you don't have a retirement plan or you're concerned about your retirement plans, make a free complimentary consultation with me. You're going to come in. We're going to go through all this stuff. I'm going to do it at no cost for you. I'm even going to give you a copy of my last book, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a fantastic basic roadmap to proper retirement income planning. And guess what, Tony? I think I've loosely mentioned it before, but I am working on book number three. Um, as always said, writing a book is kind of like having a baby. As soon as you have a baby, you, you never want to do it again. And then, you know, over time you're like, hey, <laughs> let's write another book. So here, I'm there again. 
Wow. So a third book. Yeah, I'm working on it. I obviously now, have too were, much free time. You were time. throwing around some titles. I assume this one's called My Wonderful Co-Host, Tony Shore. Is that like maybe a subtitle? Uh, that could be. Or? We, You know, we could co-author the book. What about that? You bring, you bring, wow. I need you to provide me with at least 600 pages of content, all edited, <laughs> ready to go in, and then I will put you in, in like a type eight font on the bottom of the, the cover. Yeah, that sounds like a great deal. Hey man, only in America can you get such an opportunity. So, okay, let's get down to business. This is silly time. Let's get down to business. So, hey, we're- So the recession. The recession. Ah, right. Look, the world is crazy right now. Headlines freak us out. They're upsetting. They're concerning. The stuff you read on Facebook, the stuff you talk to your friends about. I get it. I, I'm in 2019, I have put out more client fires in the sense of phone calls and emails and concerns and meetings about what's happening versus the last 15 years combined. Now that's fascinating to me because oftentimes when you have a client's accounts that are up 15, 20, 28% kind of stuff, you think those are the years that you don't hear from people unless you're bothering them. And it's almost the opposite that people are very concerned. And honestly, Tony, they're not concerned about facts. People are rarely walking in with economic data or facts or information and saying, Hey, I read this. I saw this. What do we do with this information? It's more the, oh my gosh, you know, the uncertainty of an impeachment and the uncertainty of the market being high, the uncertainty of elections. It's that uncertainty thing that's freaking people out. We got to be careful with that, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got the talking heads out there on the news uh, saying the sky is falling, but yet we have a strong economy. Yeah. So you have to be a little <sighs> like, hey, wait, what? <laughs> so uh, and employment numbers are the best ever. The economy's doing good. So, but we're, we've had the longest running bull market and the market keeps setting new records. Right. Although there's been some volatility, it keeps setting records. So uh, we don't want to become too complacent on one hand. Not at all. On the other hand, we, you, you, I don't know if we should buy into the doom and gloom, uh, but you'd think eventually, sure, eventually the other shoe will drop, but. I think the people saying doom and gloom just want to be, then when it happens, they can say, see, I said it would happen. Well, look, it's it's statistics, right? For all of us saying a recession is coming, that's totally true. And after the longest bull market ever, it's a lot easier to say that, like, oh, yeah, we're due for that recession. It's right around the corner because, you know, maybe it is. But what's funny is a couple things, Tony. One is bull markets do not die of old age. They die based on bad economics. And even though the headlines imply all of these negative things, I mean, heck, I saw one of our um, candidates for president just a few months ago said, we're already in a recession and nobody knows it. You're like, what? What, what does that mean? Um, the secret recession. If this is a recession, it's doing pretty good. I love it. The, um, but, you know, it's funny is you need a breakdown in economics to start to make the base case for a recession. Following the stock market is the worst thing you can do. The days that it's down when it crashed in May and it crashed in August and everybody started saying, oh, there you go, it's the beginning. It has nothing to do with the stock market, Tony. Stock market is an emotional creature. It has to do with economics. And you said it best just a moment ago, my friend. A couple things, even lately, what, what, what happened just a couple weeks ago? Unemployment claims suddenly hit a pretty much a low for the year. 
Wait, what? Less people are going on unemployment. That's weird. How can that be? More people are supposed to go on unemployment as a leading indicator of the recession. Dang it. Where's my data to support my recession claims, right? And then what did we have last week? Payrolls. So unemployment's down, but jobs are up, right? We just had 266,000 jobs created on payrolls. You know how many they expected? Like 180,000. This was like a blowout number. It was phenomenal. So unemployment claims down, jobs up, unemployment ticked down to three and a half percent again. <sighs> I'm having a hard time with the uh, <laughs> massive scary recession. If the economy yep. keeps creating jobs, we can keep kicking this can down the road, right? Right. We, yep. We need yep. we need these numbers to break down to start to be of concern because as that happens, you know, recession, you know, it's, it really is all in the numbers. If a company is not doing as well, they're not selling as much stuff, their earnings go down. That makes the stock market go down. Then the company leaders say, oh my gosh, we got to start trimming the fat around here because things are getting a little tight. Let's fire a few people. So all of a sudden unemployment claims go up, you know, and as that increases and kind of keeps fulfilling itself, that's where you start to see the perhaps a portion of the makings of a recession. Unfortunately, the jobs numbers keep defying perhaps the logic everybody's saying of we need to have a recession now. And that is if unemployment claims remain low or consistent, if payrolls continue to advance and unemployment stays low, we can stay in this state for a very long time. See, the question is, not how many jobs are we creating, but how many jobs need to be created in order to maintain the current unemployment rate. And it's really much lower than what we're getting. I think it's just under 100,000 jobs. So we're doing gangbusters right now, buddy. Isn't that nice? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the economy is booming right now. It's pretty good. I mean, the, the standard indicators of the economy seem to be all indicating that it's very strong. No, it's totally true. So, but yet the but yet the Fed lowered interest rates again. Well, perhaps and, that's so. Yeah, so the Fed's lowered interest yeah, rates. True. You're totally that, correct, Tony. True. But remember what that does. When you lower interest rates in a non-recessionary period, that's juicing the market. You already have a strong spender, a strong consumer, a strong GDP, and now you're saying I'm going to make money cheaper and more accessible. People go spend more money. Woohoo! Party on! And you know, in the history of our country. When the Fed's cut interest rates in a non-recessionary period, statistically 12 months later, the stock market's up 16%. So maybe that's part of it, right? Of why the stock market's up. It's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, one one can lead to the other. It's kind of like uh, the snake eating its own tail. It's just a cycle and it, it, it can uh, feed itself that way. And maybe that's the yeah. intent. Uh, however, we have to look ahead to the, the year coming up and make sure our assets are properly allocated. Uh, you don't want you don't want to go all to one side and go all in uh, on the market based on the strong economy. Yet you don't want to panic or let your emotions uh, take over because right. of the the doom and gloom naysayers. No, and you're and you're totally right. That's the whole point of retirement income planning, Tony. See, the idea here is is when the market does have these good years on occasion, this is an opportunity to consider rebalancing and reallocating. Look, if you have a retirement income plan that was based on getting a 5% return every year, hey, if I can get 5%, my income plan makes sense, and you just got 20%, well, geez louise, maybe you should carve a little off the top and put it somewhere safe, conservative, just kind of squirrel it away as hideaway money just because 
you're well ahead of your game plan. I mean, there's a lot to consider with that. But hey, you know what? We just need to keep the right perspective. And as much as the economy is important, economics are important, a recession coming is important, politics are important, all that really matters at the end of the day is making sure that the individual, the end user of this information, Tony, has a proper retirement plan and has proper allocated their assets. Just because I'm sitting here hooting and hollering about how cool the economy is right now, this doesn't mean that you should be in the stock market. I know nothing about you. I know nothing about your situation. Maybe you shouldn't be in it at all. But at least from a big picture, how is the U.S. economy doing? Things are awesome. I like it. I'm happy with it right now. Doesn't mean yeah. that can't change tomorrow, right? Right. So there, you need a written plan in place for your finances, especially as you get older and approach retirement. Some things do have to change So, uh, with your financial plan. So that's where you come in and can really help people. I mean, before that point, but at that point as well, uh, you need to make sure uh, your money is properly managed and that you don't let your emotions, no matter what age or stage of life you're in, you don't want to let your emotions, uh, you know, lead to bad financial decisions with your, you know, investments, right? I agree. You know, everybody's in a unique situation, but hey, let me just kind of inject it real quick. If you're thinking about your own self, if you have questions about your own self, your own retirement income plans, how all of this economic data might or might not impact you, give us a call, 805-500-7035. You can also visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. Remember, I'm located here in Ventura, California on Victoria Avenue, right across from the government center. So we're easy to get to, easy to find. But hey, Tony, I think what's kind of fun as we get into the Christmas holiday season is we get the gift of predictions for next year. And so they're starting to come out in the news. And I thought for giggle's sake, it would be fun to start reading all the smart people's predictions for what the 2020 stock market might be looking like. And so the one I got in front of me here is a uh, Citigroup, Citibank. You ever heard of them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's heard of them. Okay. Okay. So the reason I get a kick out of this stuff is these are big institutions, right? Well, Citibank at one point anyway was the largest bank in the world and the largest right. provider of credit cards. Right. But you would think that, you know, someone like Citi would have the ability to, you know, pay for some smart research and some super smarty pants people to sit around oh, yeah. a smart person table and make smart decisions. You'd think and so. And so I saw their um their twenty twenty year end target for the S P five hundred just got revised up to 3,375. Now to put that in context, uh, stock market is up. What is it up at 3,100 right now? So that is yep. a, you know, geez, man, we're, you know, we're starting to tease the better part of a, you know, 10% return through next year. Well, hot diggity dog. How can that be right? Uncertainty, uh, the, uh, impeachment, uh, the election, ah, how can the stock market go up next year? It's not allowed to. It has to go down because that's the only thing that makes sense. So why would crazy Citibank, unless they can't afford smart people anymore and they're just hiring kooks, why would they say the stock market's going up here? That goes against all logic. Right. Uh, what, yeah, what, what, that's what? uh yeah, you gotta you gotta look at some of those indicators. You'd think they know what they're doing and they hire a lot of people to look into this. So Oh, and that's why it's fun to kind of bring this stuff up, is because 
look, so they, they wrote here, I'll just read the bullet points. So blah, blah, blah. They've increased their urine S and P target to 3375, which is way healthy above where it is right now. They said, look, Hey, if the Democrats win the house, there's going to be tighter taxes, tighter regulation. We we've considered that in our target. We also understand that if the president gets reelected, there's still risks with that. It's not just this stock market euphoria thing. There's trade policy issues and, and diplomatic relation issues and global issues. So they said there's issues everywhere in, in that arena when you look at the, the governance and politics of the world. However, they think that based on what has happened with earnings this year and projections for company earnings next year and a potential of a China phase one deal and all this kind of stuff, that those are all outweighing the negatives. And bada bing, bada boom, stock market's allowed to go up. Now, that's funny because I've had, how many people have come into my office lately saying, Mike, I think we should get out of the market because of the impeachment. What's well, funny, Citibank here is saying, hey, we realize all this hubbub is going on, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, there are these indicators out there and it's good to look at some of them, but not you know, take, just don't, you know, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Nobody has a crystal ball. Let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you. Absolutely. Hey, give us a call. 805-500-7035. If you want to visit our main website, thelindgroup.com, Lind is L-Y-N-D, thelindgroup.com. On there, you can read about us. You can see things we do. You can submit your information to Set up a complimentary consultation. You can request a copy of a book, all that kind of stuff. But reach out to us. We've been voted the last couple of years running as a Ventura Ventura's Reader's Choice through the Ventura Star, uh, the uh, top financial planning firm. Hey, people voted for us for a reason. Why don't you come in and find out? See what our value proposition is. Meet my team. See what we can do to help you out and make your life feel a little more intact, a little more tangible. Because look, there's nothing better. And there's no more peace of mind than you can get by properly understanding how your retirement plans are going to work. Just because you have money in the bank, money in your investments, assets sitting around, you still need to have that map, that roadmap, that tool. What do we call it? The, the box lid to the puzzle? Yeah, um, the box it, lid. You, see, without you that need picture, that. Yeah, without that picture without of the what the picture. puzzle looks like when it's finished, you're not going to be able to put a 5,000-piece a puzzle together. Absolutely. So give us a call, 805-500-7035, and uh, we can help you out with that. Woo We've been talking about a possible recession. Is it going to come? Is it not? And this is kind of part two of this series. And a lot of people are looking ahead to 2020, trying to figure out, okay, get our life in order. There's tax season coming up. We've got money to put away for our retirement. Maybe you have kids with student loans or needing funding for college. Where do you get that from? Uh, and is the economy going to stay strong? What about all this political upheaval? And you've mentioned a few of these right. things. People think election year, political upheaval, <clears throat> impeachment process, um, you know, stuff going on in the Middle East and Europe has its own struggles and Britain right. has its own struggles. And we are part of a global economy now. So- uh, people have been letting their emotions uh, kind of get built up here, and I think the media is partly to blame for that. Uh, but I think you've done a pretty good job of helping us debunk some of that. 
No, and you're you're totally right, Tony. Is is there's a whole laundry list of problems on this globe. Debt is a massive problem. Uh, international emerging markets are major problems. The thing with China is a major problem. You're totally correct about that. But that's why when it comes to investing, you have to be conscious of where risks exist. That's why investing in the United States right now, U.S perhaps large cap value dividend paying stocks is a very healthy place to be at the moment where there's positive price momentum on that stuff right now. Now, granted, it could be in a year or two that that really shifts towards internationals or something else as they seem to be coming perhaps out of a potential recession. China is in a major recession, so it's a very challenging place to be invested right now. But you know what? Those things change. Maybe when they get a trade deal, all of a sudden that starts perking up the investments that they have going on there and our recommendations start to shift into those areas of the world. They're just not there now because let's be fair. It's a train wreck. I mean, China's <laughs> debt problem True. in and of itself is, is a mathematical unicorn. It doesn't even make any sense. You know, how is it that, you know, Greece went out of business with a fraction of the debt that China has and somehow China just keeps saying, ha ha ha, just kidding. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, you know, and it's also amazing that there's no trade deal in place yet too, because they are truly oh, yeah. struggling over there. It's fascinating, but Hey, you know what? What do I know? Um, you know, there's always uncertainties, right? You know, all it takes is True. one little nuke flying from North Korea at us to make the stock market go down 15,000 points. Um, but I have a different attitude in life that says if that nuke decides to come from North Korea, Maybe I don't really care what happened in the stock market. Well, yeah, I mean, there's perspective there. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> well, all about perspective. Jeez, man, I got front row seats to that. No, right here. No, I go sit no, on the rocks no. at the beach and no, watch for no, the nice no. glow. No, we're trying to we're trying to uh, speak against that doom and gloom kind of talk. No, I know, but that's but that's the point is there's always uncertainty, there's always confusion. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, the stock market, if we're talking about the stock market, always reverts back to math. Sure. It always reverts back to numbers and economics. And currently, those things are very reasonable. There is certainly a case as Citibank has made today of why the market is certainly entitled to go up and it has nothing to do with hey, it's been a long bull market. Things need to end. That's to do yep. with, look, numbers are numbers, facts are facts. And these are the things that have shaped up so far. And as we get into next year, you know, once we finally have that healthy breakdown in jobs numbers, in unemployment, in earnings, in GDP, when consumer spending starts to slow down and all of this stuff, then we can all say, hmm. Maybe we need to raise an eyebrow and really consider what we're doing right now. So, yeah. hey, look, happy holidays, everybody. I love this time of year. You know, this is the season to be thankful for what we have and to not worry about what we don't have and to look around us and try to be a little selfless and help other people and be kind to other people and be aware of other people. And you know what? Sometimes that's hard to do, but the reality is the more that we do that, in a funny way, the happier we are. So I just kind of put that out as a final message. And as always, Tony, I think that's a, enough uh, economic bantering for one day. <laughs> enough witty banner. All right. Well, yep, we're definitely out of time. 
Uh, give that phone number, though, uh, so our listeners sure. can get a hold of you to set up sure. that complimentary consultation one more time. Yeah, 805-500-7035. If you'd like to reach out to us, obviously, to make a, a complimentary consultation, we would love that. If you want to call and give us any recommendations for the show or you just need to get my address because you want to drop off presents to me for Christmas or whatever it is, obviously, 805-500-7035. We love all of our listeners. We appreciate you taking out the time out of your busy life to listen to a few things that we have to say, but... Uh, we'll be back the same time, same place next week. So everybody enjoy the rest of your day. All right. And that does it for today's episode of The Wealth Puzzle with our host, Michael Mansfield. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group, LLC. The Lynn Group, LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group, LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.